I don't want to get into it. And ain't nobody gonna stop me. Front yard both times. <laughs> Fucking bath towel boy over here. <laughs> well, now that we've offended multiple communities. <laughs> oh man. Now we got that out of our system. Let's talk about love. Yeah, love. <laughs> Have you guys seen, seen, seen the, the show, the Love is Blind on Netflix? I've seen it, yeah. I've seen both seasons, I think. Is that right. is that Big where they fan. talk through the wall, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They talk through yeah, the okay. wall. Okay, so I've, then... I've actually seen both. I've actually seen both seasons. Yeah, I watched. What about you, Timbo? Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess <laughs> a little background. They, um, I don't know. They call them little pods, whatever. And these rooms are across, and there's a wall. You know, in between each other, basically like two couches. You know, and then a wall in between, so you can't actually see each other. And you just basically like speed date around and then you like, hey, these are my top picks. And then you like go on like 10 days worth of dates and then you, uh, you know, say, hey, do you want to get married? And then you meet each other after you propose. Right. <clears throat> Weird concept. You've already met background. each other. Yeah. But not in like you haven't seen each other. You just have talked to each other through a wall. So... I don't know. That's a little background for it. So I was watching a little bit with my wife that they came out the new season or whatever. And I was like, I was like, this is so interesting to me that you talk to someone and then in 10 days, how many people are willing to be like, yep, getting married. Like it's, so is that the objective at the end is, is a marriage proposal? Like you have to decide if you want to get married. Yeah. They, they basically the, I mean, what I think of the point of it all is to, to try to prove that love is blind, like you don't need to see someone and it's more like a connection of like your personalities or your soul or whatever you want to call it. And you can get over whatever, I don't know, any physical appearances like that shit doesn't matter basically. And so they basically go through that and then they propose and then they go to this, you know, then they go on a little honeymoon, meet each other. Then they figure out all their body language, you know, uh, mannerisms whatever they are like living habits yeah and then they meet up with all the the other couples that they dated and found out you know who's hot who's not whatever usually tempers fly jealousy flies but um it was just such an interesting concept to me and i don't know i I figured it'd be decent to talk about that that like do you guys think like is like love blind like if you can't see one so for me the concept of it is weird because when you're talking to someone like they do it's it's a you you have this picture in your mind of what somebody's looking like or what they're doing or when they laugh like they're smiling and you have this thing built up in your head and then you meet someone and then the expectations i mean they can't be the same right like they gotta be like a little different yeah I don't think <clears throat> so. Uh, obviously, my wife was interested in the show, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'll dive on this bandwagon. Like, let's let's get after it." And you know, it's it's intriguing because of the you try to put yourself in those shoes. And I think Brad, to your point, like you hear voices, and and of course, some of them, and and you got to take the editing into play too. I'm sure a lot of them talked about like, you know. They're, you know, oh, you you into fitness? Are you into whatever? Yeah. Like fitness you know D. what you know? 
<laughs> and um, so I'm sure some physical features are like discussed because they show a little bit of that. But I know that's like yeah. not the point. Obviously, yeah. the point is like, let's not talk about our physical shit. Like, let's just like talk about who we are. Mm-hmm. So to me, like, yeah, I'm trying to vision like hearing a voice. You're never, ever. Even if you say like, oh, you sound like a average height, average build blonde that's got a cute smile, whatever. And like, then you see them and they could be brunette, like tall. But like, like I don't know. I, I don't think you can like buy a voice and what they're about, like truly put together what they look like. Now, if someone says, oh, yeah, you know, like I love hiking and I love um, going to the gym five days a week and I'm eating like like a saint and all that, like, well, that person wasn't in shape. You'd be kind of surprised. Right. But if someone's yeah. like, dude, I have McDonald's eight days or eight times a week. And then when I'm not having that, I'm crushing some dominoes and then I'm hitting a 30 pack every other night. It's like, uh-huh, dude, if you had a six pack, I'd be super shocked. You know, it's like, yeah, unless we're talking about that shit. But like, I don't know. Watching the show, the interesting thing is, and spoil alert for anybody that hasn't seen it, that plans to like there are people at some point that never even had an interest in someone else on the show. And then they met him at one of the like reunions or something. And then they kind of hit it off like, or at least found that they were like compatible mm-hmm. as friends or whatever. Like, but um, it kind of shows you like sometimes a person that you're supposed to be with is in the same room as you, but you just never knew it. Like you were too fixated on this other person because of whatever they said or did. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It, it it's weird and and it's I don't know it's it's interesting to watch like I mean I don't know, I watch it and I'm just like what it's like a train wreck I'm like no way he's proposing and they're just like oh I love you and I've ten never days. loved yeah ten days and they're like I've never loved so much anyone I've never opened up this much to anyone in my life and I'm like well first of all you're terrible at communication then and just because you're spending like. So say you're, you speed date for like two days. You made a bunch. You meet the one girl you proposed to. So <clears> the other like, and some of them don't even wait 10 days. Some are like six, seven days. And they're just like, oh, I love you. And then they always meet and it's always awkward. <clears throat> and even if they're a little attracted, because for me, that is the, the that that's, that's such a, a big one. Like you have to be attracted to someone like, no matter, it, you know, whatever your type is, you know, you, people have different types. Some people like, you know, tall, skinny, bigger, whatever, like certain types, brown hair, dark hair, whatever you like, doesn't matter. But you're attracted to do like a certain type. And so when you see them and you're like, I don't know if I have that attraction, they always try to like, I feel like they try to like fake themselves and like build upon it. And be like, oh, well, eventually I think I'll like them. And I'm like, no, you can't. Attraction is just something that's in you you can't like force yourself to do it i don't think things change you know like i just think it's there you know what i mean i i would say yeah i would say like the way that the show is framed up i think it's very interesting because you're basically like okay think about college days or whatever you went up to a girl or a girl went up to a guy because they were attracted to them they're like let's see if this guy's a douchebag or let's see if this girl's stuck up. Like, 
let me yeah. see if there's something more than just their looks. And if there is, then that thing that that conversation pursues, right? It continues. Yeah. This is trying to flip the script and say, like, you're getting let's not even worry about looks right now. <clears throat> let's just all they're doing is they're taking what used to be the introduction or the the initial like attraction and they're putting it at the end. They're gonna say, Hey, look, see if you're compatible. Like you have ten days. You're gonna spend two days, pick your top two, right? Then the next eight days you're spending five hours a day with these people you're talking about your upbringing, your career, your dislikes, your likes. Like, so you are actually power powering through. You actually probably get to know them very, very well over those. However many days, because yeah. all you're focused on is I don't even know what you look like. So I know I'm not even going to like sit there and drool over you. Cause you're a perfect 10 model. I'm going to just literally listen to what you're saying. You're going to listen to me because that's all we have to go off of. And yeah. then our fingers cross are that we're attracted to each other. I agree. <clears throat> I guarantee there's plenty of women out there that I could be that I could be attracted to, and then just think are absolute pieces of shit, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. There's people that could look at me and be like, "Dude, he's like everything I want, but he's ugly," you know, or he's just not my type, <laughs> and that's fine. Like yeah. that's okay. Like. If you don't have an attraction to someone physically, then how are you going to have physical intimacy? Yeah, and that, that's so big. I mean, they say <clears throat> like sex is so key in marriage and stuff, and I, I think so too. Like, if you can't, if you're not attracted, do you know like your significant other isn't attracted to you? Like, you know it. Deflating. You know? <clears throat> yeah, deflating, and you know it too. Like, there's no like, hey, we're going to build on it, and eventually they like you. Just know that. And then you watch them look at other people. And I see it on the show and I'm like, Jesus, he's just into this dude. And you just see the dude and he's just, you know, dying inside. And I'm like, man, that sucks for that fucking guy, man. That sucks. But that's the problem with not seeing someone because I feel like it's so ingrained in us to just go with what you're attracted to. And yeah, you get to know the other person a lot, but still like you you don't like, you know them, but you also get to know like possibly a friend or whatever. And you get to know them intimately a little bit, but it's not like they dirty talk and shit. Really. They just find out like what their values are and stuff. And then they meet and I'm like, some are okay. And then some, they get to know each other and then they're like, Oh, well your mannerisms are weird and this is awkward. And but you've seen how awkward is their like their first day together? It's like, it's well, like a Ben Stiller, you know, like awkward to dude, me. You literally go <clears throat> from telling your deepest, darkest secrets, your flaws, your insecurities, all that. And then you meet them, right? Like, and then you're like, yeah, even if they are gorgeous, you're still going to be awkward because you're like, oh my God, like now I got to <sighs> hug, like touch this person. And then I got to live with them on a freaking honeymoon yeah. when we haven't even like shared a meal together like think of how absurd that is like you haven't even sat down and had dinner to see how they like eat yeah they could be chewing like, with their mouth open just <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> so so one one thing i will say so all of us here Done. right we've we've dated different people right and some were probably like up here on the the uh i don't want to sound like off here but like 
your attractiveness scale, right? Your 10 is here and your one is here, but you, you could, you could not that a one is ugly, but you're still attracted to that person. Well, but one it's is like ugly to you. Not like no, no, the no, world, I'm saying, essentially. So, yeah. so hold on. No. So you have an attractiveness scale. Let's just pretend you have a one out of five. One is like, I'm attracted to you, but you're like baseline. You're like plain Jane, but you're like so cute. Right. And oh, then your five oh. is like your perfect 10 model. Oh, so, okay. so I believe that if one of these couples fell in love through talking and then they met them, they might be a one, they might be cute, you know, like whatever, like. But I think because you connected them on a deeper level, that takes their one to like a three. Yeah. Like you still can like, but if you are that perfect 10 model, but you can't connect emotionally and like mentally and all that kind of stuff, you kind of drop down a little bit. I think they kind of play out. It's like in a little equation to where I'm not going to sacrifice this part just because you have everything on this part or vice versa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Some do though. Some like on the show, they're like, well, I'm a actually holler at this girl. And they're like, you can see it. They're like actively talking on the little, little cut scenes, little interviews. And like, well, I mean, this girl's pretty fire, <sighs> you know? Yeah. I mean, she's super hot, <clears throat> but you didn't connect with her. But yeah. yet I connected with this girl and she's super cute. Yeah. Like, right? look, I'm going to sacrifice the perfect 10 model for someone that's I'm still attracted to. Like so, that's the point. Yeah, you're yeah, still yeah. attracted to them, um, but yeah. you also connected them on another level. So, like, th- that's not really love is blind. It's like you have to have both. You have to have multiple pieces of the equation. You have to have a physical connection, a mental connection for those that are spiritual, a spiritual connection, all these other things. Like, if you right. and they're gonna range. Like, some people you're gonna connect way further on on the emotional side and others less but like overall you have to piece all those things together and at least have something in each category for it to work in my mind yeah i mean p what do you think i mean hearing all this stuff i don't know if you've seen the show or not but i guess like uh maybe for other viewers who haven't seen the show like just the concept of it for you know like <clears throat> you haven't seen someone do you think that would like work in real life like just not seeing someone and talking to them and then seeing them, you know, I think it'd be kind of weird because you think back to old school days, like in chat rooms and it would go yep. from a chat room. ASL setting. baby. ASL. Well, <laughs> 33 male Idaho. Yep. <laughs> Live. That's what we call it. It's actually you were 33 back when aim was out. Holy shit. Oh yeah. I'm aging like fine wine yeah. or milk. I'm or not, sure not at all. <laughs> But it's just a pasty and chunky. Thanks, man. Yeah, appreciate the compliments. (laughs) Yeah, but Uh, it's just—it's a weird concept because it's almost like if you go on a blind date, you have nothing—you have no idea what to expect. Like you haven't talked to this person at all. mm -hmm. But it's like if you go and chat with them, if like if you go on a blind date with a day to talk, and you guys get a you know chit chat, you're getting like the happiest version of them. Like yep. you're getting whatever they want to tell you. They're just basically building up an image for themselves for you. Yep. So it's, it's hard to live up to that because you just want them to be this, you know, perfect person. You want them to look a certain way. You want them to be everything mm-hmm. that you imagined. And yep. it's, you're setting yourself up for disappointment because even if it's, you know, 
okay, decent. You know, yeah, not bad. You've already built that up so high that it's like, yeah, it didn't live up to it. And then from there, yeah, you'll find some more stuff out, but they've already gave you our, all their best stuff. So, and that's what I think we do. Yeah. I mean, that's typically what what you're going to do is just, you know, present yourself the best way you possibly can. So everything comes out, you know, you're, you're on, you're on your game. Oh yeah. Don't you think, don't you think too, like, I, I, I live with my wife before we got married, but like, don't you Mm -hmm. think like, like, even like I totally agree, P. You you put your best foot forward because you're trying. If you're attracted to the person, you're like, okay, I want to I want to give this my best shot. Like if you're not attracted to them, maybe you don't because you're like, ah, eh, fuck it. If this doesn't happen, I'm I'm not going to be I'm not losing. You know, it's nothing off my back, right? But I think a big element too is you could connect in the pods, right? When all you're doing is talking, you can then see them and be like, dude, they're they're right up my alley in what I look for. Then you live with them and you're like type A and they're, and I know opposites can attract, but like if you, your living habits are like polar opposite, right? Or even your food choices yeah. are polar opposite. Like you can, that could ruin a relationship because you're, you move in and they're like, oh yeah, I do. I, I, I'm, I do the dishes like once a month. It just let them pile up and I don't clean up and I have clothes everywhere and, I haven't wiped down the counters and since, you know, 2010, like there's some living arrangements where it's like, dude, this ain't going to work out. Like, and, and I'm, and I'm, and I throw food Mm -hmm. in there too. If you have completely different food habits, like that can, you don't think about that stuff till you move in with someone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like health nut compared to, you know, person who's like, I want some dominoes, fuck it, you know, or, And there and there's like clean freaks. Like some of the girls are like super clean freaks, and the other dudes like tossing his shit everywhere, and they freak out. And like, hey, would yeah. you pick up your shit? And yeah, you don't know that. Just even little things like how people brush their teeth or eat, you know, like that can bug you. Little mannerisms that people do that people mm-hmm. see that <clears throat> you don't under, you you see that like if you go on a first date, yeah, you get to see all because that little shit. Everyone's stiff as a board, and they're just like, oh, I don't know what this person is going to find offensive. I want to, you know, I don't even want to sneeze or, I mean, just think (laughs) about how stupid this is like to fart. (laughs) Oh my God. Dude, you know, I love my first day with my wife, not my now wife. Like I didn't even order what I wanted to on the menu because it was going to be too messy. Like I ordered something simple and easy because I'm like, I hope the conversation's flowing. So I don't want to have fucking like spaghetti sauce down my, my fucking side of my face because so I, I ordered something I didn't want to because I'm like, you know, I don't want to freaking have, you know, parsley in my teeth or some shit like right. that. Like, yeah, like I yeah. literally thought about that because, you know, uh, so. Uh, Tim, why, why, why do people do that, bro? Why do you think that people. Because we're too worried. We're too worried about oh, impressing yeah, people. Dude. We're too worried about impressing people and not oh, being yeah. ourselves. And Well, yeah. But the funny thing is like. Uh, but why when is it like always, a, why is it a thing though? Like you just have to do like you impress somebody, but like you do things that you normally wouldn't do. Like maybe, I don't know. I guess that's still under pressure, oppressing them, but like, I don't know. That's always weird. You, you I'd be can't different be yourself. Now. I'd be different now. <clears throat> We're talking about 20 false advertising. Yes. I was, yes. I was visibly like makeup. my wife. <laughs> yeah. I stopped wearing it a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> I stopped growing a beard a long time ago because I didn't want to hide behind it. 
gentlemen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't even grow a beard. It was a life choice. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Well, yeah. This is just lazy. I <laughs> use nair on my face. It's just gross. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh, man. Fuck. I do think I'd be different, though. I think now, and I say that, I've been married for almost 10 years. So, like, shit, like, I don't know. Maybe I, I wouldn't know. If be. you got divorced, you, you'd probably still be yeah. like, oh, listen, I can't order lasagna. It's going to be yeah, everywhere. Oh, my shit. I'll Wings, are you water. kidding me? It's just oh, like a job interview. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Job interview, yeah. Just chilling. Like, I'm not going to go in there and lean back in my chair. What up? That this is me. Yeah. This yeah. is me. Fly that out. actually expresses confidence. This is my spaghetti. Yeah. Or oh, right. yeah. Mom's. My knees are not weak. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, mine are. <laughs> this is my mom's spaghetti, actually. So. No, then they are weak. Sorry. <laughs> my apologies. Been rapping too much? Must be honest. <laughs> oh. But uh, I, guess, I guess so blindness stuff. So you can't see him. I guess you can't really impress him because so you can't see him or whatever through the pods, right? I see. I saw your expression, Buck. So you can't see him through the pods. But I mean, I feel like they're more open, though, because they're not trying to impress him. I feel like that's a good no, thing. I, I, I agree. I agree with that. <clears throat> so I guess you get to know someone a little bit, at least their background, like, you know, maybe what their goals are, the values are, but it's so weird to me, like when they actually meet each other in real life, how much they're like, well, you do this or they're like, oh, are you mad at me? Or why aren't you talking? You know? And they're like, I'm like, cause you guys haven't seen their body language when they were talking the entire time. They could have been doing weird shit and awkward and you had, you didn't see anything. Like this one girl, spoiler alert, was doing jumping jacks. while this guy's telling the story, like a heartfelt story. <clears throat> You know, like, you can't see that shit, you know? So, like, when you see him in real life, you're like, hey, you aren't looking at me. You don't give a fuck about what I'm saying, you know? But you, if you'd have seen before, like, no, she didn't give a fuck before, dude. Now you just see she really doesn't give a fuck. What the fuck are you watching? <laughs> Bye, bro. Netflix. I don't know. This, I need to... this show sounds crazy. Dude, I need to tune in. It's a wild concept, bro. Like, it's like a, you know, a little, I don't know, definitely, definitely a highly chick rated show. I guarantee they love it. But I don't know. It's a weird concept as a dude. I'm watching. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on here? Like, this dude just, yep, we're getting married. Oh, I think, and if the girl's like, like, yay, (laughs) it's, oh yeah, just do a jump with Jax while he's just like, hey, you know, my parents split up and, you know, just like telling like a a heartfelt story and she's over here like stretching and like (laughs) jumping Jax and I'm like, she don't give a fuck, dude. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. But it's funny how like when the dudes grow and the girls like hotter than them. They the dudes are just loving it, and the girls are always like, you know, oh, I love you too, cool. And then when they see the other dudes that was like their second best pick, who's like, you know, a better looking dude, they always are just like, Phew. and they always want to pursue it. I mean, it's just like natural, right? That's so yeah. fucked up, though. This show is fucked up. Like these it people, is fucked up. They they fall in love or whatever. Like they're ready to marry this person. And yeah, at ten days, bro. Ten days. The other person's like. Mm. Yep, but that like just shows how true. Like, 
I love you like I love my brother. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love my brother. <laughs> oh, I love <laughs> I just see him naked. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, they, <laughs> well, sure. He's my little brother. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the tub. No, uh, yeah, it, it's it's a weird thing. I don't know. I guess it just shows like how people really are, though. Like you can't hide your attraction for somebody. You can't do that. And if like I, I was, I kind of, I agree with what Bug's saying though. If, if a girl's like super cool, she'll move up a little bit on the hotness scale, you know. And I think that's the same way. But I don't know. Some of the. I don't know. I guess it goes for the dudes too, but like some of the girls, like this one girl in particular, got in my mind is like so shallow. I'm like, bitch, you ain't that fucking cool to be like looking at this dude like he's beneath you, you know? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I think that comes with age too. Like when you get older, your your uh, scale tends to tip the other way of like less shallow, and your physical appearance is not as much like you just want to have compatibility and you just mature naturally. Some yeah. of us. Well, yeah. Typically. But it just changes your perspective on, on people and what you want for the rest of your life. Or at least, you know, very least as a partner who you want by your side, the rest of your life. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's no fucking way I could, be with just a dim-witted, dingy fucking oh girl. Yeah. Hell no, that shit would drive yeah. me fucking nuts. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be I, pretty I, bad. I, I have think... to explain everything. Yeah, and they act stupid, even though they just are stupid, but they act stupider than they are. Nope, Not yeah, for me. be tough. I, I I stand by that. Me. There are so many components. Stand by me. Uh, there are so many components to. A person, right? There's and a relationship. Their their professional drive, their personality, mm. their family See, values. Their... I find the professional drive sexy. And that's the I thing. So there's there's a weighted scale on all these like sections. We'll call them sections of who you are, right? Your personal drive, your focus on health, your personality your values with friends, with family, with, with, uh, your coworkers, your, um, living habits, your food preferences. There's all these boxes that you have to check off. And there's some things you're willing to sacrifice more than others. But true. I think when you look at it and you take all of these things that make us who we are, there are people that are going to be extremely attractive and check another box or two that you're like, I'm just not, I can't, I can't do it long term. There's other people that are still attractive, but maybe not walking a runway, but they check so many other boxes off and they inspire you and they drive you and they, they just make you smile. Right. <clears throat> and you're like, yeah, that's my person. And then in the rare instance, you get everything top notch, 10 out of 10, like, which I think is very hard to come by because, you know, yeah. to be perfect is very well, hard. No, but, that's impossible. But yeah, it's just a fantasy. So I, I just think like to me, it's like I don't want to make it an equation. It sounds like 
kind of weird to say, like mathing out like your significant other. But I just think there's boxes like you check off this and check off that. Like, hey, look, you're a little messy. Whether you change that or not, I can live with it. Right. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. hey, I don't I don't eat meat, but I'm but you're such a great guy or girl or whatever. Yeah. Every, you do everything else That's right. You like, tolerate you. you Yeah. There's things you're willing to tolerate. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Things you're willing to tolerate and other things you can't. And someone who is so good to you and so great in all their areas, you're like, you know what? <clears throat> because like I, my wife, when she hears this, she'll laugh at me, but she doesn't do it anymore. I will say, but she used oh, to she- leave napkins all over the fucking house. How fucking dare you? And I'd be like, <laughs> They're fucking like little teepees all over our house. Like Wait, how, many, over here. how many napkins do you have? Dude, so many. And I was like, <laughs> and it used to drive me nuts. But like because, because she was great. And I was like, yeah, I'll clean them up. I'll clean them up. I'll clean them up. I'll clean them up. And like, I make jokes about it and stuff. And like, she finally stopped. Like, she's just like on her own, stopped doing it. But it was just funny because that used to be something with maybe someone else who didn't check all these other boxes off that that would be the the trigger right to drive me off my my ledge but with her is like yeah and i know that's a very petty thing i was trying to give an example here okay it's not like that great example but it's great like example. one of those things where like some things like drive you nuts with someone who is probably not right for you but like for others yeah you know like whether they change it or not it doesn't matter i'm willing to deal with it let's move on yeah. Well, there's also things that drive you nuts about, you know, your significant other that you just kind of like, all right, well, we can kind of work on this. But I feel like that's, I feel like it happens in every relationship. Like, there's a few things you're like, ah, God damn it. Like, come on. Let's, let's work on this. Let's figure this out. And maybe it's not like all the time, but, you know, it's just, I guess that's more compromise. But it's a weird concept because we've all been married for a long time. And you think back to when you got married, like how young you were. And a lot of what we, you know, determine what we can tolerate, you know, what I want my future wife to look like. It's coming in a mindset of like an early 20 year old and how different that is to where you are now. Like, it's just it's just weird how much you've you've grown and just changed because like you were saying, Bug, with the TP remark how it just ended up growing on you and it was just like not that big of a deal no i thought he was talking about the other tps but i don't know smoke signals paper towels looking like tps oh that's my bad i missed not toilet paper you guys do an origami we tend to do that on friday nights oh well then you can leave them out whenever you want buddy (laughs) no we have a special place for those that we put on our wall we have an origami wall Ah, that's a hat damn you got a big hat Nice, <laughs> giant hat, <Wow>. sombrero. <laughs> well, well, yeah. But yeah, just yeah. like if if you think about like from the beginning of your marriage to now, like how much stuff that you've kind of just changed together with, and not necessarily. I don't want to put it like you put up with it, but it just became part of your routine, and now it's just part of you know your relationship and their mannerisms that you've you know come to. This is my wife, or you know, this is my husband. It just makes your relationship what it is. And those are all the little things that you can't take for granted because those are the things that 
you would usually frown upon at the beginning. And now it's just like, okay, I kind of, I would miss that. I know I would miss that. And it just, it grew on you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's a weird way to think about it. Yeah, true. There's the little shit. There's little shit that, you know, I think if there's big shit that bugs you, I think that'll bug you forever. I think, I don't know. You have, you have to communicate those. Yes. Because it's just going to continue bugging you. Oh yeah. That's a big one. Can I ask Timbo a question? Brace yourself, Timbo. Timbo. So Timbo's got the sexy raspy voice tonight. I think so. Yes. And I think Timbo out of the four of us is probably one of the most laid back people that personally I've ever met. Maybe not you guys, but Timbo is like pretty, for those of you listening and don't know Timbo, Timbo is very easygoing, very laid back, probably one of the nicest people I've ever met. Not one to say many negative things that I've heard. So I want to know Timbo with, your dating experience, and I know we've talked about it on the uh, the podcast. I'm pretty sure you're one of the two on the podcast that your wife pursued you, right? Am I wrong in that or no? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so Bingo. in your dating experience, how how did you realize that your wife was the one? And I'm sorry to put you on the spot, and you can opt out at any point, but I think that it's very interesting to me, like. I was the more outgoing person in my relationship pursuance, right? And I think you were the one, I feel like you were the one that would just kind of like, I don't know, I just feel like nothing bothers you, but I'm sure plenty of shit does. So walk me through that. Walk me through like, I know your wife pursued you, but like the process after that. Yeah, you kind of, I mean, it, you nailed it on the head with the whole, like not really giving a fuck too much about a whole lot. And that's kind of what I guess made me realize that she was right for me. And the one for me was that she's pretty similar and pretty laid back and not a whole lot really gets to her. And she's not a shit talker. Um, We both kind of just, I mean, we go with the flow. We're, We're pretty chill people. And, that uh that I think that's what really attracted me to her the most is I've never I've been with people that you know sweat the small stuff and they get pissed off over petty shit and that's that just annoys the hell out of me. I can't I can't be with that kind of person who gets all pissy over what somebody says or what somebody thinks about them and yeah, that was I think probably the main thing for me and just all the other similarities that we had. Yeah. Just our, our passions and what we really care about. So, so what would you say? And it doesn't seem like there's much that you and your wife butt heads with, but like, I'm not talking about your wife in this regard, but like, what would be something that whether you had met them or not, maybe you were behind a wall and in a pod and on love is blind. What would be something that someone would come to you with? That would be an immediate like red flag or I'm out. Like I, I just don't think this is worth pursuing further. 
you know, and, and maybe you've met or not, whatever, but whatever instance, you know, you can come up with, like, what do you, what are you thinking? Uh, good question. And if they're a serial killer, yeah, for me big, and big probably most flag. of us, big red flag, but yeah, you'd never know. work with um, Boy, something yeah. a little less criminal. We'll say, hmm. mm, you know, I mean, you guys all know the field I work in and yeah. what my passions are with animals and stuff. I think the biggest red flag for me would be if somebody was like, oh, yeah, I hate dogs or I, I hate animals. That's, that's that's an e that's an easy one for me i think um nice but um god what i can't even really put it in i, I can't think of what i'm trying to say right now um there's something on the tip of my tongue that i guess um fuck i can't think of the word somebody that's materialistic yes yes thank you god damn thank you i was gonna say Eh, narcissistic would be bad too, but someone that's super materialistic, I that'd probably be a big turnoff for me. Or yeah, it's just somebody that really gets bent out of shape over. I guess you know humor. Humor is a good one for me. Mm. If they get bent out of shape over, if they love humor, you're out. Exactly. Yeah, he's pretty fucking <laughs> yep. dull. He likes. Yep. It. He's yeah. a straight shooter. Yeah. They tell me a joke. You crack a joke, you're grass huh. in the red exactly. butt yeah. <laughs> Tim but what about this Timbo what about if you know they have a bad sense of humor or whatever but they check off so many other boxes do you think you could roll with that maybe I mean I guess it depends on how bad the sense of humor is like if they don't <laughs> yeah. get any of my jokes like if I'm you know sitting there clowning on somebody or just having a good time and what if they, they fake laugh either. I oh, can't stand you're, you're out of here. Like yeah, all of you guys on my jokes. Uh, yeah. Oh, these guys are on guys. We gotta go. I know. A, <laughs> I know a few people that. Oh, I can't stand them just because they've got the most fake laugh ever. So mm-hmm. yeah, that'd be a big, big red flag for me. Yeah. But it's like I, a well, it's like a little session that you guys are coming down on me on something or oh man i, was like, I, I never go down on you buddy you know that uh, no. oh, we didn't even bring every name but uh, uh, well Tim, what about like i guess maybe besides humor like what if um i don't know what if they didn't love dogs and you know and they checked up all these other boxes though that you had on the like i, I guess what i'm you know trying to figure out where is like do you think you can overcome things like I don't know, this show, they have to overcome like a lot of shit. Like, but do you think that there's a lot of things that you could overcome or that you do overcome or you have or whatever? And the, does any of those like still bug you or, or is it kind of like what P said? Like, you're just kind of like, ah, oh, this is who they are. Yeah, no, I think there's definitely a lot of things that could, I could overcome, but there are those big ones that, would be a definite no. I mean, like we were talking about, like with the napkins or leaving clothes all over the floor, like that's shit that you can get over and you guys can work it out. But yeah, if something as big as for me, like not liking dogs, that's just, that's a major personal preference. And I, I couldn't, I don't think I could ever really be with somebody that was just like, no, I fucking hate dogs. Yeah. 
What's, what's I check out mittens though. I feel like you have a you have a bucket, right? <clears throat> I feel like everybody has a bucket that it could be one thing, it could be ten things. I don't know. It's, everybody, you know, do do your thing. But like, I feel like everybody's got a bucket that list. You check this box off, you're immediately out of the question. And then there's that next bucket where, look, I could possibly look past this, right? Like if everything else checks out. I can evolve. We can evolve. Like we could probably figure this out. And then there's that third bucket like me with the little napkins. And it's like, dude, whether you change this or not, it's not going to affect me. Well, I get annoyed if I'm having a bad day and I'm stressed out and I find one or two. Yeah. It's going to piss me off more than like another day, but like that shit's not going to like weigh on the relationship. It's just going to be one of those things that you kind of grin and bear it and like fucking move on. And, so there's like these little like tiers of things in my book mm-hmm. where you have to check off the majority. But if you check off one of those tiers that I just can't handle, like, for example, I'm very allergic to cats. There's plenty of cute cats out there, but I'm probably not going to be very happy every day if I wake up with my eyes closed shut and I'm like wheezing 24 seven like that's not going to be sustainable you know what i yeah, mean right. now granted i could get medicine and get a shot and this that, and the other maybe that is an all maybe that is a, a possibility you know but there are things that i think everybody has tiered or bucketed as no-go zone yeah i yeah. think it just has to do with what you're passionate about i mean you may be super passionate about not leaving clothes on the floor and that's going to you know, push you over the edge and it's not going to work. But for me personally, like I, I'm talking about the dog thing. Like if I was with somebody, I, I'm the type of person that I have, I have leashes in my truck because I've run into so many dogs just running on the road and shit. And yeah. And I'll pull over, grab them with the leash and try to figure out who they are, bring them back to my work, scan them with a the microchip reader and find out who they are. If they can't find them, keep them overnight at the clinic. And if I was with somebody that just didn't understand that and couldn't get on board with me doing that, like that's something that I'm passionate about. And now nah, that, that would be done. If, yeah. if they didn't understand it, but they also went along with it. I think that'd be a little different than them saying like, no, it's just a dog. Yeah. Leave like if, yeah, definitely. If they were like, if I was like pull over and they're like, no, I'd be like, what? I'll pull the fuck over. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you can kind of learn to adapt and adjust when you when you see someone so serious about something and you had never even thought of it that way. Like you can still kind of work your way towards the way that the other person is thinking and maybe even change your perspective on it. Yeah, like my my wife does that shit. And it, I love dogs, you know, but like we were driving down the street and I was like, pull over, we got to pick up this dog. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, we don't know if he's lost. I'm like, he could be right in front of his house. We don't know any of this. You could have kidnapped this dog. Yeah. I'm like, Dude, I, what, I have what's, pictures, you know? <laughs> I have pictures with every dog. Like, in the last, like, year, my wife and I have saved, like, or found. Not saved. That's drastic. Goddamn hero. We, we Damn, found buildings? Think, three dogs and one cat. And my cat, my, my wife handled the cat because she's not allergic, but... I dude, I have pictures of like I took this dog, <clears throat> I took this dog to the twenty-four hour emergency like center near our house because it was a Sunday evening. This dog, 
I put him in my trunk. I have a Jeep. I put him in the trunk. He jumped into the back seat and he's just sitting in the, the middle seat, just like panting. Like, you know, he's stressed out, but like, you know, I'm taking selfies with the dog. Like, like that, that kind of stuff is like fulfilling. Like, yeah, <laughs> fulfilling. I got a card table out and I put the little visor on him. But oh, yeah. Like, no I agree, to Tim, but like, that's something that would be very hard for me to pass yeah. up. And that was someone, I, I just got my first dog, like, when I got married to my wife, you know, so I've, I never had dogs growing up or stuff like that. Cause my parents were quote unquote allergic, which they're not liars out there, but, um, not liars are <clears throat> allergic. <laughs> they are semi allergic, but my mom has had slash my dad have had two <clears throat> dogs since I moved out of the house. Uh, liars. So, straight liars. Yeah. But New yeah, technology. anyway, a little bit of a, a little bit of a tangent, but Timbo, I'm like the same way, dude. I, see a dog and it's like, Oh man, how can I make someone's like that dog and that family? Like if that family truly loves that dog, which I'm sure they do the times that I've reunited them with their dog, it's like so awesome. It's like such a great feeling that you can't, it's very hard to replicate. Yeah. I mean, I I still pulled over, but sometimes I don't understand why I'm like, are we sure? He's like, I got to validate myself. Like, are we sure? Hey, look, I'm not an asshole here. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, the thing I mean, is, I mean, you, you'd have been okay just driving by. Like, you wouldn't have naturally recognized it and wanted to do that. But Well, there's a difference if it's did. hurt. You know, like, if it's hurt or, like, you can see some of it's, like, dirty or, or, you know, you could see maybe it's in distress. It's a little different. But if it's just literally, like, hey, sniffing this bush, pissing on it, like, I'm, like, in the park or whatever. And I'm, like, well, that's not abnormal. Like, oh, where's its owner? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, it could be like around the corner. I don't know. Maybe I just think logically about things, you know? Yeah. He, you think about like, oh, yeah, it's just, owner's just right there. Or this is his, you know, daily routine. Yeah. Like, and right. Your, your your wife goes to instantly like, oh, this dog is lost. We got yeah. to try and rescue this dog. I mean, that, may, that makes sense. I mean. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of one, where I'm at, you know. And I, I think I'm more with you like i i feel like the other would be kind of extreme because i'd be like well i'm not gonna go and fucking load this dog and potentially just like inconvenience yeah inconvenience <laughs> this dog's be like what the fuck i piss on this bush i swear to god officer i always piss on this bush <laughs> yeah bro that's what i think i'm like we're kidnapping this dog right now but if it's hurt or whatever like you know laying down i'm like oh i'll be 100 we're taking that thing you know we're if it's underneath a fucking dumpster, I will lift that dumpster up, you know, like a mother saving his child. God damn, adrenaline, huh? <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, dog, I saved your life. Come on now. Stay with me. I'll fucking save that some bitch. But you're, you're chipped, right? You're chipped. <laughs> but if it's just like cruising around, I'm like, are we sure it's lost? I don't know. So I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at with, with the whole thing. I mean, I get but it. Imagine, yes. imagine if you guys were on your first date and that happened. Yeah, I'd like, probably be that's, that's where it, <laughs> you'd be a fucking hero. Oh, yeah. You would hand deliver that dog oh, two yeah. houses down back oh, to the yeah. house. You see, you see that? <laughs> yeah. You know. <clears throat> oh, yeah. But that, that's just the difference. Like when, when you think about it, like compare that to a first date and where you are now, like it's just a thing that you're, eh, like that's just how my wife is. You know, she, she is a tender heart. She, you know, very caring person. So yeah, I'll, I'll pull over. First date, you could take that as like, what the fuck? This girl is a dog freak. Like, I don't know what she's doing. And it could have instantly red flagged it for you. And just be like, I don't want to tolerate that. I don't want to deal with that. When 
now it's just like another thing when I mean, you're you're good with it and it's yeah. not that big of a deal so i think it comes down to like first impressions maybe even second impressions like first yeah. impressions are huge but when you first try and figure something out like you'll figure out pretty quickly if you like it or not but something grows on you and then you learn to live with it and then you learn to love it and then up. yeah well don't worry about it. just hit it with yeah. the cream well yeah now no that's a good point i like it and also i i like i mean you know i'm obviously married now but like I think I think that's why it's super important to ask like deeper questions on like if you go on like a first date or anything to like try to get to know like their values as a person rather than just like oh hey you know you grew up here and like what's your favorite sports team whatever like you can talk about that don't get me wrong but like I think it's important to get to know that because then you might be more you know inept to like actually seeing that shit and be like, okay, well actually I like them as a person. Maybe I can get over this rather than if you, they did, if you didn't know that about them and you saw it, you'd be like, ah, bitch, you gotta go. That's why you have more than 10 days typically to figure shit out. Yeah. So <laughs> 10 day thing is crazy for me. Yeah. But they're all about it. All I mean, about it. Those 10 we'll days. Just talking to each other nonstop, yep. I guess. Yep. There's like I feel like you can learn. Let me, let me ask you three this. And there's going to be some caveats based on some things I said earlier, but obviously outside of living arrangements and living habits, which are huge. So I don't want to say outside of that because those are huge. Yeah. But if you, if you were able to spend 10 days talking to one person for, let's just say five hours a day, maybe not on one session, but maybe two sessions or whatever. Okay. And you're talking about all of your shit, right? Mm. And you're look, they don't they don't see me, so it's not awkward. I could be wearing sweatpants and a t-shirt. Like I don't have to get dressed up for this. Yeah. I'm just being me. I'm telling you about my upbringing, my career, my likes, my dislikes. You're basically unloading a lot of stuff. So if you think about that, over 10 days, 5 hours a day, which I know is not accurate, but 50 hours, okay? That could be 50 dates. That could be 25 dates. <clears throat> yeah. So if you had 25 two-hour dates, that's a lot of dates to get to know someone, right? Yeah, you can probably know them let's quite just, a bit, yeah. Let's just, let's just like try to like map this out. So let's say that you do all that, right? <clears throat> and then you say, let's get married, quote-unquote, and then you meet them and you are at least somewhat attracted to them. Maybe in the, we'll say in the middle, you're like, damn, good looking person. Like not a box I have to worry about. Like I am attracted to them. Mm-hmm. I am good with it. Could yes. any of you, and I know it's hard to say because none of us have been with this, been through this, but <clears throat> There's the living habits and all that, that we have to, the finances even. We don't even know what their finances are. And that's one of the top yeah, one or two reasons that you get divorced is finances. Mm-hmm. But do you think you could agree to marry someone if they, if you spent 25 dates with them and you were attracted to them? Mm. 
Who's going first? Wait, wait, wait. So you are attracted. So you've seen them. So so yeah. So you, you went through the them. you went through the the ten days. Oh, and then I, I, and I'm guessing okay. I don't even. I, this might not even be factual. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna estimate like 25 dates you went on with yeah. them. Like yeah, that's 25 fine. two hour dates. We can roll with that. Yeah. Then then you met. Then you saw them. Meet them. Okay. And that's... you hug them, and they're like, "Oh my god!" They're like. Right in my wheelhouse. Maybe they're mm-hmm. at the top, maybe at the bottom, but they're right in the middle. Like they're like super attractive. You like you're feeling the vibes. Could you could you marry that person at that point? I think if you wanted to marry them like um I don't know, the next day I think a lot more people would go through with it. I think reality hits in when like, okay, well, how do they get along with my family? You know, how do they get along with my friends who are important to me, you know, can they get along with them? And do but my you're friends not gonna have that opportunity? Like, right. this thing. <clears throat> also, I'm saying, like, I think a lot of people would. I mean, especially on the show, if they just said next day, boom, I think majority would go through with it. You know, it'd yeah. be a fucking Vegas, you know, shit show going on. <laughs> like, it would be quite a bit, but I, I don't know. I, if, if, so so take I, I got I, I got a follow up question for you, but we'll let we'll let these two go out. But I got a follow up well, question. I, well, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna add this, Brad, <laughs> if if mm-hmm. it may or may not help. In your time with this person, you've talked about your living habits, you've talked about your potential downfalls like by living with them. Like, oh I'd uh sometimes I leave the toilet seat up or I don't replace the toilet paper when it's it's run out or like <clears throat> think about that. Like you're taking all this time with this person that you've never seen. I would assume you're talking about some of the weird shit you wouldn't normally talk about. Yeah. But the, see, the problem is, is so you'll hit deep shit. Like, okay, how, where are you at religion wise? Where are you at? Like, you know, in your, in your yeah, career, yeah. right. You'll hit all these things, but I think you'll hit a lot of surface level shit on like, Oh, well, sometimes I, you know, snore when you fucking snore like a grizzly bear every night, you know, you might lighten it up, you know? And I think that's where the big problems will come in is because you're still trying to press them at the end of the day. But so you might not lie, but you might not be like, Hey, well, let me be like full disclosure type shit. You'll probably, it's a good point. I think you will on a lot of like hard hitting, like shit, you know, like, Hey, this is kind of what my family's about. This is how they act. This is what I think, my religious stance, and this is where I'm at. But, like, on a lot of, like, day-to-day stuff, I think it'll just be like, oh, well, yeah, you know, I like this kind of food, but I'll eat whatever. And then they cook yeah, fucking, that's a good point. That's you know, good point. then they cook whatever, <clears throat> like, curry every night. And you're like, I fucking hate curry. Well, you didn't say yeah. that. You know, My like, short answer would be no. There's no way I would marry him. No way. <laughs> Zero percent chance. You have to have, you can have those conversations outside, but you have to have time with them side by side. So, like you were saying earlier, you can see their mannerisms. You know, maybe they're doing jumping jacks, like you were saying earlier. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, you 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 can get a feel over the phone and over text and over however you want, but until you are actually side by side compatible, then. I mean, what's the rush? Why the why the hell would you just jump and get married when you can actually figure it out and know that you want to spend, you know, more time with them and then eventually the rest of your life with them. Make that commitment. But what's what 
It's like <clears throat> yeah, reading the specs days. on a nice new shiny truck and being like, oh yeah, I want to buy that one right now. And then come to find out there's something about that truck that you absolutely fucking hate and you trade it in. Because then yep. it's just done. Yeah, so I, I agree. Have, I agree. I mean, I, 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 think, I think time is important. You have to have time because you're going to go through things in that time and you have to see how they respond. Vice yes. versa. They're going to go through things and you have to see how you want to respond. Are you willing to, you know, help them when they're at a low point or even at a high point? Like, yeah, you just have to see if how you, you don't guys have are that time compatible there. If you don't have so, that time, P, like you can't ever go through any struggles like they don't, you know, they might go through a little bit. But like like you're saying, if you go through like something and you work through it together and you bond like that's a growing moment as a couple like and I got mm-hmm. married pretty quickly, I would say. I think you got married in like seven months, maybe. So it's pretty quick. Right. But yeah. it definitely wasn't like, you know, a week. Hey, we're getting married, whatever, what, like what, no 10 days. Right. I mean, we were going to get married a little later, but, you know, I had a little screw with my grandma, whatever. So we're kind of pushed up a little bit, but, you know, still. But like, I, I, oh, go ahead. Sorry. There's enough time that you, you saw value and you, and you saw how you guys were compatible. Yeah. Like, like we it, worked it was through a good moments. enough sample. Yeah, we worked through moments and stuff, and I was like, well, you know, we like we talked about a lot of things, and we worked through things, and I saw, like, who she was as a person, and, like, you know, and then we lived together, and then, you know, I saw all that shit in the day-to-day, and, like, how we, you know, how she was with her family and me, and, like, I'm like, okay, well, I saw this stuff. It was enough time to be like, okay, well, can you keep it up, or is this just a fucking you know, facade. A f- facade, like, hey, well, no, I'm the best wife. I do this. Okay, well, can you do this for, you know, another like five months? I guess we'll see. If, or if this is just, you know, a game or whatever. Like, because people will eventually show their colors eventually. And I think that's why mm. time is important. I mean, there might be too much time. Like, people wait like 10 years to get married and then they get married and they get divorced. I'm not sure why that goes on, but that happens. But I think you need some time. I think 10 days, you can't really know a person besides. I don't know. You don't have enough time to like talk about enough things or grow through things. Like, Hey, you I can say like, Hey, I support you on whatever, but until they show it and be like, Hey, and well, this is how I support you. And they're like, that's what I need as a person. I don't need this type of support. I need the support that you showed me when they show that I think is a big thing. You can only have time, right? Like that's the only true thing. I think is that uh, I would say, that the only reason I would say love is not blind is because there are so many other variables, so many other factors, physical, like the, the show is trying to take out one variable that's physical attraction. Yep. But there's so many other variables in a relationship. There's physical We've talked about this. There's mental, there's spiritual, there's financial, there's living mm-hmm. habits, there's goals, there's yeah. future expectations. Like, so yep. the only, if, if you, if you had a couple, yeah, morals, religion, eating habits, um, <clears throat> flaws, flaws that you're willing to overcome, whatever. Mm-hmm. The reason I can say that I guarantee if that show went 
I don't know, however many seasons, maybe a hundred, you might find a couple that decide to get married, get married and stay married forever because I've never won the lottery, but it's possible that I could do it. Yeah. It's one in however many million or billion, whatever it is, it's possible. So Mm -hmm. I think that that's possible as well. That someone, Hey, look, we talked all through all this shit. Then I saw you and I'm like, dude, I'm actually attracted to this person. And you're willing, you're not that bad to live with. And we eat the same shit and we like the same music and we like to do the same things on the weekends. Like that, that's possible. We can't say that that's not possible. So I think that could happen. But I think if you're looking at percentages, love is not blind in my mind. No. Like you have to go through all this shit. And, mm-hmm. and here's the caveat. The other thing that you have to take into account is when you get married, like what age? And then also, like I am not the same person I was when I got married 10 years ago. I'm different. My True. wife has had to work with me to like, understand who I am now and vice versa. You know, we go through things like COVID and you change and then you think, should I be this type of person? Should I be like, my wife was always in good shape, but like COVID hit, we just had some bad habits. And then all of a sudden she's like, I just want to be like the best me health wise. Like I want to live. And and granted we were, we were dealing with some stuff with my dad and stuff like that. So like, we kind of looked at like, what are we not preventing that we could prevent? So like she changed, I changed, we all changed. So like, you got to realize that even if you get married in your twenties, your thirties, your forties, whatever, people can still change. And if you're not making the changes that value the things that you both are into, it could throw a a huge loop into the marriage. So That's why I think like, even if you vet all that shit out a decade later, you could be totally different people, you know, and that's fine and that's okay. But like, hopefully you can, you can grow together kind of thing. Yeah. That's that's kind of my, that's kind of my rant. Like, that's why I think that love could be blind. If you get lucky, if you hit that jackpot, you hit that $2 billion Powerball lottery, whatever. But like that yeah. is not gonna happen to all of us. Like you have to you have to really put some effort into it and really like dissect some things to make sure that like you're good for each other. Yeah. I mean the the show, I mean, it, it kind of shows that it's like not exactly very blind. But just, you know, percentage wise, um, like it's it, it shows like a lot of cool things and you know, decent things, but it also shows people who they really are and how much they care about certain things and what they run into and what they don't talk about. A lot of stuff we did talk about, you know, they talk about, but also later on when they're like almost ready to get married and then they find out all this shit and like, nope, can't do it. You know, this is my red flag. And I think that's where time comes in. But, but let me ask you this. How, how important do you think the physical attractiveness has to be in the relationship? Give you the quick skill one to ten, or you know, go into it. Um, no matter. I think if there's not some level of attraction there, it's not going to work out. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, how gonna, much though? Like, how important do you think that that is though in the relationship? 
I think it's I think it's honestly very important. Like I don't want this to sound shallow or anything like that, but if you if you if you can't envision waking up next to someone in their roughest state, right? You guys went hard in the paint last night, drank a lot, and you woke up. They're looking rough as hell, and you can't wake up and be like, "Oh my god!" Like, shit ain't gonna work out. Like, I'm I'm serious though. Like, Try and sneak out of the house. <laughs> yeah, you're like, <laughs> oh, oh shit, I live here. here. It's a true story. You gotta go. It's my house. What bridge? I got the, I got the key. <laughs> what bridge should you be under? Like, yeah. And I think I, like, I think 100 though. My wife, like, <laughs> look. We've had some some times that she's looking like the fucking queen of the world. And then other times that she's been again went hard in the paint, but she still looks but she still looks very pretty to me. Like that's okay. Like it doesn't bother me. Like it doesn't bother me that she had a rough night and she woke up and she's like, if I don't have ten cups of coffee, I'm not functioning today. Like that's okay. Like that's what I see with my wife is like, you can, she can be in a lot of different States and I'm still attracted to her. And I think that's just because of like what she does for me, my family, everything else, like all that builds into your attractiveness to someone. But if you're not initially, initially attracted to someone, it's probably not going to work out. And I'm not saying yep. again, I'm not saying you have to be a perfect 10 model. Like you can just be attracted to someone well, yeah. for who they are. Everyone's and all those, level is different. That's what. Yeah. You know. So so yes, I think I think it's actually very important to be attracted to someone because if you're not, that's just a friend. Yes, like that's someone that Nailed it, you bug. you hit every other box. Mm-hmm. You are a great Hello. human friend zone. We we are always going to be like in each other's court, but like. Hey, look! There's no sexual attraction, so we can we can table that 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 risk or yeah. that reward. We're, or we're friends now, it. yay! And it might be yeah. one sided, but it that's the way it always is. And I fully agree. And and I don't, I honestly, I don't really, I don't really <clears throat> believe like you know shallow stuff too much, just because I think people who are attracted to who they're attracted to. Like if you like certain types of people, I think people that's just what they like, you know. And if you like a stereotypical, you know, blonde, whatever, tan, like that's just what you like, you know, and people can't hate on that. I don't think. And that's, and that's what you have to have though. You have to be attracted because then when they're, you know, at their roughest times, you know, like Cheeto crumbs all over their t-shirt, you know, no makeup and shit. Like that's who you have to sit with at the end of the day. Like, so you better be attracted to them. Otherwise you're gonna be like, fuck man, I'm And that's what I'm saying. Like, and that's why I'm saying, like, my, I am so lucky that I have that because my wife can be, like, in the most basic outfit or the most glamorous, and it's like, this is a W, you know, like yeah, it, it you're works no matter what. But it, but then, and then I think the beauty of it is as you get to know each other and you evolve and you go through all these different things. You have kids, you have downfalls, you build each other back up. That attraction becomes even stronger because you went through all that shit. And you're yeah. like, like, I look at her, like there, there have been times she's like, what are you doing? Like, why? And I'm like, it's just, you just look cute right now. And she's like, but I, you know, like my hair is frazzled, whatever. Like, it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, and that's like where I think you hit a good point where 
there's there's no moment that you can't find some beauty in like what you have built with that person. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, and <clears throat> honestly, what to what you're saying too, like to add on to that is, I think like it almost balances out like. I mean, not in every relationship, like say like a girl, you know, your girl gains like, you know, 10 pounds or whatever, but you've also been through a bunch of shit. So like you might a little bit, but I think it balances out. Like she might go up in attractiveness, but like, oh, you gain a little weight. Like, you know, that might sound bad, but it's, it's really not like, it just is what it is. Like, you know, girls might not doll up and as much or whatever. Cause when you first meet them, they're all getting pretty and snazzy and, I mean, we've all been married for a while. Like, it just kind of decline a little bit. And same with us. Like, we don't, you know, put on the cologne every time when we, you know, go on a date or whatever. Sometimes we're like, hey, let's hop in. You know, we're not at it's our best. Job yeah, exactly. So, like, that shit that you go through, I really truly believe that adds up, you know, for the balance, you know, of like the slow, you get a little bit older and, you know, but you still love them. You're attracted to them. Cause you're like, Hey, we've been through a lot of shit. You know, I still think you're pretty, even though, you know, maybe we didn't, you haven't dolled up in a while, but that doesn't even matter at that point. You know, like you don't even care at that point. That's what I'm saying. I think cause what you're saying, it just builds up to that. You're just like, you know, yeah. you're still, you're still pretty to me. Yeah. But we're also four guys talking about it. Like they may think that really we view them differently for not doing that, but it's like, no, it really doesn't affect me. Like, right? If, if you doll, if you dolled up, and if you decided to lounge, like it doesn't change it for me. But acknowledge when they do doll up because they're doing mm. it for you. And I will, I will say it's a very good point. Very good yeah. point. Like, yeah, you don't want to lose the fact that, like, in in I mm. I've been I have been guilty of this where I'm like, she knows in my head. Okay, in my head, I'm thinking she knows. Like, dude she's hot in like a sweatshirt and like sweatpants. She's hot in jeans and a whatever. And we're going out and what, and you know, like, but you have to say it like it makes a mm-hmm. difference to say it and like drive mm-hmm. it home because true. True. they put in the effort and 10 years down the road. And I'm saying 10 years of marriage. Like we've dated before that. Yeah. So you're thinking all these years and she's still putting an effort to try to look cute and go out and hopefully that's for me, but you know, like hopefully she's not, you know, throwing a little line in the, this, the lake, but, but no, <laughs> in all seriousness, but they, they, they want to, you know, it, it's important to let the, your other person know, like true that they, they, you got to acknowledge that years, like, you got to acknowledge their effort. Yeah. And I think the funny thing is like, we talked about this, I think, a time or two ago, like our health. We all, I think we talked about our health. like Diabetes. Couple, yeah. Great. I wasn't on the last podcast, but two <clears throat> podcasts ago, we talked Dude. about health. And it's like when you put an effort into your health and like your image and like not for superficial reasons, but just to be healthy and then you look good, feel good. Like you should also take the time to say, look, I've seen the work you're putting in. You look great. You're doing your thing. P's got biceps now. Like it's great. And now. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. tonight. Tonight. Yeah, tonight, I, man. I don't know. I, yesterday, I don't know. I didn't see yesterday. Right, you've been curling a lot, buddy. Oh, just for the girls. But it's One like more, that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not gonna out, lie. Like, out. we're not we're not <laughs> in high school or college anymore, boys. Like now it's harder 
to make us look good you know like it's getting harder so i got um, the medicine guys let me know <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop on my rant because this is it's not going the right way. But no, no, I like long story short. Long story short is like, dude, we're, if we're putting in the effort, or they're putting the effort, or whatever, like it does feel good. Like no matter what your personality type is, let's get a little pat in the back, a little comment. So like, oh my gosh, like that new shirt you got, or those new jeans, like they look so good on you. You know, like just mm-hmm. like stuff like that. And whether you're Irish or anything else. Yeah. Green, green looks good on you, man. I'm oh, just letting yeah. you know. Thanks, man. It it really pops my biceps out. I just found them tonight, apparently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Surprise that shirt fits you. Uh, yeah. It doesn't. I almost tore through it on uh, that flex. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sleeves, sleeves more so. Oh uh, well. Eight pack, eight pack starting to show through, but. Well, I bought a twelve pack. I got a couple left. Got a boy. No, I think I think just compliments in general and acknowledgement i mean if you think about it like compliments to your wife to your spouse go a long way you know reciprocated compliments towards you like just you know you're doing a good job like how much better does that feel it's and it's such an easy little thing Mm -hmm. to be acknowledged for what you're doing and just know that you're putting an effort and they they recognize it you may think it to yourself but you don't say it out loud. I think that's where you just got to cross over and just say it out loud because yeah, you're thinking it, but just say it to him. Like, Oh man, your ass looks fat in them jeans. No love it. You know, you know, what's crazy. You know, what's crazy. And this is maybe different for people that are just starting dating. So my wife and I are looking, potentially work, looking for a new house. We're looking to move closer to my mom. Right. So I, they did like a deep dive in our finances and like what we're paying for, what we're, what we do and don't need and everything like, Hey, can we, you know, get this type of house versus that type of house by cutting this out, whatever. So my wife has always been like, like I'm more of the retirement finance guy. She's more of the day to day finance person. And I did this deep dive and I'm like, man, there's a lot going on like in our world. Like I didn't really give you credit for that like of what you're managing and i and she said what i was like well i was like put all this effort and putting this spreadsheet together it was like i think you deserve a thank you for like what you've been doing you know for like the sort of stuff she's like thank you like it like it it meant something that was not a physical comment i made to her but it was like when you are married and you're running a family you're like the two CEOs of the house. Like you're trying to just mm-hmm. get people by day to day. Like you're trying to keep that business afloat and that's your house. And mm-hmm. you don't realize sometimes like, I feel like I do a lot, but I'd never recognized in a while, like what all she was doing and she was doing a lot. I'm like, I got to take some of this off your plate. Cause this is a lot, you know, like I got to, you know, maybe, maybe we meet in the middle or whatever, but I think, I think it like tonight, it meant a lot to her for me to realize like what all she does. And even that to your significant other can be like a huge, huge, like confidence booster that they are acknowledged for what they do for the family. Well, not only that, like just imagine, just imagine you, you know, pursuing whatever you want, like a goal or whatever, and you're working your ass off 
and then somebody's like, hey, man, you know, I see you fucking busting ass. Like, good for you. Like, I, I see all that shit. How good does that feel when you're like, man, I am working my ass off. I did do this. I accomplished this. Like, you know, it just feels good to get that acknowledgement for it. But if nobody said anything, I mean, still, you know, you do what you do because it's for yourself. But, you know, just that acknowledgement goes so far. Just think if a stranger did it for you and you're like, you know, working so hard to, I don't know, make the basketball team or whatever. And then you made it and then nobody said anything to you like, well, I made it. So it's, but. Just, it's reassuring that you, you know, your hard work is paying off and yeah. to acknowledge even just simple little things like thank you for, you know, doing the dishes. Thank you for running the kids at school. Like those little compliments and just acknowledgements actually mm -hmm. is huge because they're doing it regardless. You may think in your head like, Oh, that's off my plate. Thank goodness. But just vocalizing it and just, letting them hear it is different than if you just, you know, keep it within yourself and be like, Oh, thank you. Right. Say it out loud to them. Yeah, it, it is. It is true. Like saying it out loud goes so much further. Cause even if you think like, Oh, well, you know, they do this and I do this and, you know, we balance each other out and, you know, you feel like the, the plate is split, so to speak. And you're doing 50, 50, like still, you know, it's still good to be like, hey, I appreciate you for doing this for me so I don't have to do it. You know, like, mm -hmm. it's good to hear, and it will only make you stronger. I mean, this is more relationship advice for everyone, really, than, yeah. you know, than talking about the blind love. But, like, it's it it's necessary, I think. Communication is huge, and this falls into that. Like, just yeah. compliments, I think, fall into communication along with figuring out what your problems are, what bugs you, but... I think, I think it's so necessary because if you don't do it, you're just going to be like, when you get that attention from somebody else, you're going to be like, ooh, you know, which, you know, that's not mm -hmm. necessarily a good thing. But like when, if you get it from your significant other, you'd be like, well, I appreciate you because it means a lot more than some stranger, you know, but if you never oh, get it, you might more. just, you know, you might be like, oh, really? You know, not like you're that, doing anything, but. When that attention could have been given to you the whole time and that your partner was actually thinking, you know, those positive things and was thinking that way about you, just didn't tell you. Yeah. But if you don't that, know, then. Exactly. That, you, and, and then that turns into like almost the opposite effect of like, oh, I've been doing this and hasn't even said anything. And in your mind, you're just like, oh, I love the way you're doing this. I'm so grateful you do this. If you don't let them know, yeah, then they don't know. Yeah, they might think, well, he don't care. And then you, when you have that argument, like, well, I do care. Well, you never said anything. Well, I've been thinking it, you know. And then had that argument too, huh? <laughs> buddy. You only, hey, you only know what you know. Right? You know, and then, yeah. but that, you know, you could either save a fight or that could turn into something way more than a fight or bigger or, you know, it could be detrimental to your relationship. You know, that could be the last straw. And you're like, well, no, I've actually been thinking it or doing it or whatever. And, just because you didn't say it, it could have been long gone or, you know, like it's, it's, it's pretty necessary for that shit. And I know all of us can do better and this might be a reminder to say something, but <clears throat> like, I don't know. I don't know if you need something, but like definitely keep a conscious 
thought or, you know, awareness about it because yeah, you're not going to remember and you're not going to do it every day. But if you're be more conscious of it, you'll do it more often. And that's the best thing you can do is just try to be more aware and just try to be better at it. Really. That's all you can do. Yeah. This is the reminder you need go and tell your significant other right now. Just one thing on your mind that they're doing well and you appreciate, even though you might think they already know and you're like, ah, I don't even have to say it. They already know. No, just go fucking say it. Yeah. Say it. I mean, minimum text, you know, you know, like, Throughout the day, once in a while, if you haven't said it and you're busy or whatever, just send it, you know. Oh, buddy. Is it Valentine's? You're trying to get a beach? (laughs) (laughs) I would say, at least from what I can say from Love is Blind and then relationships is you you have to go through a lot of different things. You have to feel out a lot of different avenues of life. And even when you do that, we tend to change our 10 year old self, our 20, 30, so on and so forth. Some people never self, grow up. Are, some people don't change. You're right. But like <laughs> my 10 year old self, my 20 year old self, my 30 year old self, like we're all different people. So, you know, you have to be willing to evolve and adapt and, and go 100%. through go through a lot of things and that's that's why i don't think love is blind i think yeah you'll hit a jackpot once in a blue moon but it's still very hard to come by come about but um that's my final take i like it well you timbo you got to sign off for the people oh my god i don't have anything super great to say but i do have a question sure this has been weighing on me since you guys explained the show to me and it's I guess it kind of proves that love isn't blind because this is where my mind immediately goes. But are there any, like, on this show, do they set people up? Are there, like, straight up nines talking to, like, twos and threes and you guys are just sitting there waiting to pull the curtain apart? Are they all, like, attractive people? Uh, I don't think the gap's that big. Like, there might be a little gap, but, you know, there's not, like... You know, I mean, people might hate me. There's, there's not some like hogs in there and some fucking, you know, <laughs> no ogres. You know, there, there's not some, <laughs> ogres, you know, nobody's like, like, you know, nobody would be looking like, like Jesus. I mean, yeah, that I think, would prove that love is blind if that worked out for somebody like that. But, but I, I, I see it working. I think they try to, in their mind, pick out couples that they think are going to go together. But I've seen that that's not always the case. And the people that tend to gravitate to each other's are probably who, you know, like, Oh, you get the two fitness people, right? They're so into fitness. Well, they might not be the ones that like, we're not fitting anything in anybody's ah, mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's waiting for it. <laughs> I, saw it. I saw the look. I saw oh, yeah. I'm hung yeah. up on that beach. Comment. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know you were dying. Um, I, I even told my wife. Timbo, to your point, by. there are people that are like really into fitness or very, really into like their health arrangements and they don't end up <clears throat> together. Not that the other people aren't into it, but it's not their number one priority. So I feel like, and I could be wrong, that the producers are trying to pair up, oh, this person will be great for this person, but they don't end up being the ones that they connect with, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Yeah. I I think that they put, you know, like attractive 
people on, I guess what that ever means to anyone, but I don't, <clears throat> there's not anyone that's on there that you're like, yeah. Well, I hate, I hate to break it to you guys. And I don't know if you fully understand this, but my, my comment was pretty good. I know. Yeah. I mean, that was a solid beach, <laughs> <laughs> but what you guys are watching is just a TV show. So, you know, it could just be for entertainment value. <clears throat> could just be throwing it out there. Could, could be. be. <laughs> I mean, for sure it is, but like, I think the people in it are like genuinely like falling in love. You know, there's no, the reactions I, and shit. You know, I think, I think that the concept of the show is, you know, going to grab people's attention. Yes, and I think you got a bunch of good actors. Wow, Kevin Bacon. I don't know if there's Kevin Bacon's everywhere, but I mean, I don't know. I think that these people like. Dude, you could just see like the true life shit, though. You know, they like fall in love because they don't know this person. They got catfished, and then they're like, well, let me see if I can overcome this. No, I can't. Oh, the, my girl number two was way hotter. So I'm gonna holler at her real quick, and then the, my main girl now, my fiance, is all pissed off. There's a lot of like real reaction shit, but it it is like, I mean, it kind of is planned. I think to what Bugs' point is like. I think they try to put this on and they definitely put them through the stuff. They bring the couples together for a reason. That's for entertainment value. Cause then you see the fucking fireworks and pissed off shit oh, yeah. and all that. But also like maybe, you know, maybe people were just looking at like, Oh man, you know, this is so good. Me. I'm like, what in the fuck? 10 days in the pod. What do you mean? And then I'm like, yeah, of course you're fucking weirded out by her, you know, her shit. She wasn't even listening to you, bud. She was fucking, you know, over there stretching her legs out while you're burying your soul. And she didn't give a fuck. She's like, oh, well, you're- this is such a good story. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. fantastic. But you watch the next episode. That's for damn sure. Well, I mean, you know, keep her tuned. <laughs> there's some shows you watch with your wife and there's some you don't. <laughs> some shows you definitely don't. I mean, to be honest, it's up to me. I'd be watching Rick and Morty, buddy. Love it. She makes me laugh. But, yeah. What's a beach reference? Wow. (laughs) That was a good edible range. It's (laughs) B E E J. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. We better end this. Let's cheers, bro. Where we (laughs) good? Before we get too well. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah. Good episode, huh? Cheers to that. I'm going to go listen to the Bee Gees while I get a beige. <laughs> well, enjoy the Bee Gees. You might want to inform your wife where you're going. You better be staying alive, buddy. Yeah. Oh, she knows. Yeah.